Hi there, this is Marie T. Russell. Welcome to the Inner Self audio version of an article entitled The Five Poisons That Arise in Our Mind and Their Antidotes. This article is excerpted from the book Unreasonable Joy, Awakening Through Trikaya Buddhism, written by Turiya. This book points the way towards liberation from suffering. We suffer through tragedies and the daily grind of eat, work, sleep, chasing happiness but finding fleeting pleasure. The information presented in this book promises freedom from the suffering of this wearisome cycle. The following excerpt is read by Marie T. Russell, publisher of InnerSelf.com. The Five Poisons That Arise in Our Mind and Their Antidotes Written by Turiya Contemplate the five poisons and their antidotes on a regular basis. When one of the poisons arises in your mind, apply the antidote and witness a shift in your mind state. Anytime we find ourselves suffering, in a state of misery, not experiencing our innate unreasonable joy, if we look at the mind state we are in, it can be traced back to one of five poisons. It can be tricky because sometimes one state will masquerade as another state. So it's important to practice contemplation when you find yourself suffering. When you discover that you're feeling miserable, examine what state has enraptured you so you will know which mind state is holding you in bondage. Just as in the world of pharmacology, there is a correct medicine for an illness. There is a specific antidote for a poisonous mind state. If you were to use the wrong medicine, either it won't work or it can have bad side effects. So it's important to take the time to diagnose which mind state is holding you captive to know what is causing the suffering. The first step is always to pay attention. Check in where your mind is now, not where it was five minutes ago, or where it was last week, or where you hope it will be next week, but where it actually is right now in this moment. When you find yourself suffering and you feel that misery, first celebrate because now you are aware that you are miserable. Celebrate because that is an accomplishment in and of itself. I don't think people give themselves enough credit for that accomplishment because it's painful. You realize, oh wow, I'm really, really miserable right now. I'm suffering horribly. But before you had that awareness, you were still suffering horribly. Even worse, you were so caught up that you were reacting out of that state of misery and perpetuating it, not only for yourself, but also for every single person you came into contact with. So it's a wonderful boon to actually become aware that you are in a state of suffering. So that's step one, just to become aware. 
what is the root of this suffering? The next step is to figure out what is the root of this suffering? What mind state is holding me captive? If we examine all the thousands of mind states that have to do with suffering, they can be traced back down to five core states. We can find ourselves choking on pride. We can be slothful. We can be immersed in anger, filled with hate, or we can be overwhelmed with desire. Those are the five poisons. Pride, sloth, anger, hate, and desire. Now, you may look at that list and say, wait a minute, I'm filled with fear. I'm filled with worry. That's what's going on with me, and, and I just can't stop it because of all these horrible things that are happening in the world, and I'm just filled with worry. Okay? If we examine what is worry, what is fear, we learn it's desire. It's wanting things to be other than they are. Our mind is saying, I don't want this to happen, or I want that to happen. So fear and worry fall under the category of desire. You might also say, but wait a minute, I'm only a little bit annoyed, a little bit frustrated. Well, that falls under anger. We don't like to say anger because that's such a big, heavy word. But even those tiny little annoyances, that's a state of anger. If we don't do anything about it, then it keeps blossoming and it turns into full-fledged anger and we wind up blowing up on somebody. What poison am I ingesting right now? Don't take my word for it. Do your own contemplation, your own examination, and watch your mind. When you find yourself caught up in a state of misery, sit down with it. Accept what is happening and ask, what is this state really about? What poison am I ingesting right now? Once you figure out which poison you are ingesting, then you can apply an antidote. The most popular poison of all, desire. Trillions of dollars are pumped into the desire economy on an ongoing basis. We are indoctrinated into desire almost from the moment we are born. We're taught to relate to the world through desire. Wanting, 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 wishing, fearing, worrying, feeling greed and hoarding. Desire is the primary operating system for most people. That's all they know, is to move inside a state of desire. And they suffer. When we are caught in desire, it's never enough. Whatever we get, it's never enough. We say, I'll be happy when I have this. I need that. I just got to get one more of these. And you get one more of these. You have that. You've got this and you're happy for a second. 
And then you look up from your stash, your big pile you've collected, and you see something, maybe out of the corner of your eye, and you're like, oh, I I want that. And now the stuff you have isn't good enough anymore. Or maybe you've been very, very successful in accumulating your desires, and you've got this whole, whole household of treasure, and then What happens is the fear and the worry. Oh, somebody might take it away from me. You tell yourself, oh, I better buy some more locks and invest in a security system. And and, oh, now I need a video system. And it keeps going. As you keep looking for something, something else, and something else. With desire, it's always one step away. We're always reaching for one more thing. One more thing. It never ends. It's an endless cycle. Beginningless and endless. It goes on forever. It's very popular. Everyone does it. So we feel very justified in clinging to our desires. But if we pay attention, we start to notice the sense of desire, this chasing and chasing. It makes us miserable. We suffer because it's always just out of reach and we feel horrible so we we keep reaching for something anything to take away the pain the antidote to desire is purity now purity is hard to define it's total and complete acceptance of what is and what will be without clinging it's trust in your deepest self in eternity in light, in whatever your word of the day is, in that infinite, eternal awareness. Don't get caught up in trying to define purity. But if you want to learn about purity, sit with a flower or a tree. Plants are innately pure. They have no self-consciousness. They are pure expression of light. Now again, Don't turn it into an intellectual exercise. Simply sit and open yourself to the essence of a flower or a tree. Instead, use purity as an antidote, as a focal point. Anytime you are caught up in desire and you feel yourself reaching for that one more thing, one more thing, one more, one more. Whenever you find yourself saying, I want this. Oh, I could do so many things if I won the lottery. I have everything I need in this moment. So if you're caught up in desire and watching your mind spin, say a prayer for purity. Just say, what I want most is purity. And focus on that. What I want most is purity. I pray for purity. And in that moment of praying for purity, it interrupts the endless cycle of desire. Suddenly, you recognize, I have everything I need in this moment. And if I don't, then I can feel the guidance to go where I need to go, do what I need to do, without feeling like I am controlling any of it. In purity, you are no longer the doer you are being done. This energy, this life, 
this existence is playing itself out through you and you know what needs to be done there's no question when you are in a state of purity purity is closely related to humility the more we let go of pride by embracing humility the easier it is to access purity and let go of desire all of these antidotes work together when applied correctly sadness and grief are an aspect of love now there's one state I did not talk about and you might be wondering asking well wait a minute sadness feels terrible doesn't sadness and grief create suffering yes a sorrow or grief can degenerate into a state of suffering it can degenerate into desire or into a state of anger it can degenerate into a state of hate but in and of itself grief sorrow sadness in its pure state is an aspect of love there's a quiet beauty to grief it's a recognition that we loved something and even though the object of our love is no longer present that sense of love is still with us and that's why we feel grief that's why we feel sorrow so I would not classify sorrow or grief as a poison if it's looked at properly apply the antidotes and free yourself when you're feeling miserable when you're suffering apply the antidotes and free yourself the challenging part is no one can do this for you no matter how much you pay them or how much you beg them please give me the antidote they cannot force you to take it only you can do that I highly encourage you to do the work to investigate your mind when you are caught in misery when you've been drinking one of the five poisons take the appropriate antidote so you can experience the unreasonable joy that is your true nature this article was excerpted from the book unreasonable joy awakening through trikaya buddhism written by Turiya. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at Inner Self have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com. Thank you.